Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On talk radio. Oh, we're about to go on the radio. I'm going to call up Kate Robbins. What is it with guests these days? Yesterday, what was his name? Not Will Young. Will Will Storr. Can I come in at court party? It's rocked up at nine minutes past ten. Kate Robbins. Oh, yeah, I'll come on at half past ten. I'm I'm in the bar. You'll have to call me later when I've left the bar. She was meeting like an executive from the theatre. Outrageous behaviour. Hang on, I've dialed a number wrong. Hang on. I'm dialing it now, Kate. Put the drink down, love. Finish it off. Pour it. Pour another one. <laughs> pour another one. She's uh, she's in a show, isn't it? Always working. Have you seen her IMDb? Always working. Makes she's, you sick. Makes you is. sick, doesn't it? I'm, I'm excited about this. This will be good. Let's see if she's she answers. incredible. You'll love her. Who's going to answer? Is it her or Stella? Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we go. I'm here. Hey! Ah! It's Kate Robbins. Hello, Kate. Hello. Now, listen, first of all, we should have got you on years ago. Yeah. And I don't know why I didn't ask you, right? I do know it's because... Am I on live radio at the yeah. moment? Oh, God, I should have said, yeah, we're on the radio. So do your posh voice, please. Woo-hoo. Um, Woo-hoo. I once sat opposite you at Three Counties Radio and I was too nervous to properly come and say hello to you. I think I nodded. Well, I must admit, when I saw you, I have to say, I, I kind of fell in love with you in the jungle a bit. Oh. And I thought... Because I've always thought about you being rooted in comedy. And then when I heard that you were doing this late night show, I started yeah. listening to you. And then when I saw you in the jungle and I realised that you were damn good, man. Yeah, you, and I, I like, realised your I show wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not at all. And I just want to say, and this is a serious point. OK. I, I just caught the end of your last call. Uh, hey, before poor news. bloke. No, and I just want to say to you that it is so lovely and so important that radio shows like yours actually do extend an arm of friendship and kindness to people like that because honestly there's so much confrontational television and you know everything's confrontational and you know it's so lovely to come across that and I just think well thank you for noticing it because this is the thing that me and Catherine are trying to create this is why we call it the late night alternative because everything isn't it Catherine is everything is well totally everything is pointing the finger and creating fear and hatred and that's not what we're about is it Catherine no the whole point is that we're trying to be in a bit of an oasis 
away from all that Brexit Saying stuff. that, though, uh, Robins, we're about to destroy you, all right? Ooh, go uh, on, then. No, no, listen, <laughs> because I tell you why, I, 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 I did tweet this. This is absolutely true. I think this is why I'm a little bit nervous around you. You and the original um, uh, Catwoman on Batman... Uh, yeah. Julie t- Newmar. Julie Newmar. You two were my first kind of, um, you know, stirrings. Uh, like, I'm talking, la- yeah, I'm talking young, like, like eight or nine. Oh, when you... When you were on that barge in Crossroads. Oh, do you know what? And I was I was so nervous doing that love scene. And then there was a duck quacking and it made the um, (laughs) one of the very first ever uh, what was the programme called? Uh, It'll be all right on the night, yeah. In the very first ever, because I said to him, I'll never forget the line, I say, I do love you, Adam, it's just that I've got to go to London. I'm only in Birmingham, (laughs) so it's like an hour and a half away. (laughs) And I'm saying, I do love you, I've just got to go to Birmingham. He said, never mind, Kate, don't worry. I was called Kate in the thing. Of course. Never mind, Kate. And he said, but I tell you what, I'd strangle that. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just, it was the first, yeah, the first one ever. Listen, because I know you from, 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 the acting, I know you're from the singing, I know you're course from the comedy, but I don't know how you started. How did you get into doing this nonsense for a living? I was uh, a cocktail pianist in Liverpool when people were ordering Tia Maria and Lucas Aid. Wow. I was I was playing the piano in the background. When, and then I got a little band and then I which is when I was sixteen, fifteen, sixteen. And then I left school at sixteen and then I started doing it seriously. And then people used to say, Hey, go on, get a song girl. So I started <laughs> singing with the piano and then I took my band and my band was called Kate and Co and we went around the country just doing gigs and you know I was told by a very I have to mention his name a very famous cousin of mine called Paul McCartney Bro- fa- brother of Mike McCartney of course the, who is the real yeah. talent in that family <laughs> <laughs> Paul said he said to me if you go and do loads of gigs um, and he came to a few gigs he said if you go and do some gigs and show me that you, you know, you've got the work ethic you've got a real work ethic yeah. um, he said I'll help you do a demo and he like paid wow. for a demo and he did and he stuck to his word and he did and I did get a record deal with RCA, you know, and um, and then I sort of ended up coming down to London and I wrote a song for Philip Black and then I was in the Eurovision Song Contest and I've done everything naff, me. Everything well, naff. Well, here's the thing, uh, and I, I think what we... I, I don't think there is anything naff anymore. I'm at a well, period of my life, I don't think there is naff. anything naff. Well, surprise, surprise, it's quite naff, wasn't well, it? Well, no, really? it wasn't. You wrote the theme tune to that, didn't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wrote it for Scylla. Wow. I was a songwriter in London and I knew she wanted a song that she could sing at the end of the show and walk towards camera singing it like as she's walking away from the people she's reunited. <laughs> and she used to do it she used to do it years before that in a show and she used to sing Step Inside Love, Let Me Find You a Play. Great song. And Paul McCartney wrote that yeah. song. And he said to me, Write one with a similar kind of feel and send it to her in her voice. So I did. So I sent a demo to her, and I went surprise, surprise, <laughs> <laughs> and then she ended up recording it. And it's been a lovely little earner for me, you know. You, it's you, nice. And do you still get? You don't still that. get a check through the post for that, do you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, really? You know, yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I'm singing it every night in Club Tropicana, which is the musical I'm in. Well, plug, plug. Well, no, no, yeah. no. I, 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 listen, plug away. So I, I saw this. So this, this is on tour, isn't it? This Club Tropicana. Yeah. Where, where are you at the moment? I'm in Cheltenham, very nice and posh. Ooh, then where, yeah. are you, where are you next week? <laughs> is, is it as nice yeah. and posh? 
in Hull. I love Hull. Oh, Hull. Yeah. We like Hull. Me and Jack Go to Wings. Yeah. Oh, yes. Go on. Tell her about Wings. <laughs> right. Wings is this place, right, you pay before you sit down for dinner. It's like, and then oh. and then they take you down to this underbelly. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, she knows. And it's like a big cruise ship all you can eat. But they rule it with like a, an iron fist. And they'll stand over you and make sure you don't use your refills ir- irresponsibly and stuff. Jenny Lane doesn't turn up with a, somebody doing an impression of Paul and McCarthy. <laughs> that's, what's mi- that's what's missing. They need a Wings tribute back there. They need Go. a Wings tribute, definitely. So what is Club um, Tropicana? What is it? The Club Tropicana is it's um, a 1980s comedy musical um, using all the songs from the 80s. Well, from a certain period between about 1981 to 1984 yeah. um, and we just sing all these songs but it's a story based around a hotel and uh, I play the cleaning lady who does impressions and it's just you know what it's, it gets people away from black holes and Brexit and oh God, yes, it makes indeed. people laugh yeah. and they absolutely have gone mad for it and I'm not just saying that it's I, I, I cannot even I don't want to say it because I, I'm scared it'll break the spell but we have played since January in a different town every week and it has gone down a storm everywhere and it's you know it's just refreshingly because um, it's set in the 80s we yeah. kind of do 80s humour as well which is a bit weird <laughs> but you know we make some references to like well, wouldn't it be good if there was a currency in Europe that everyone could use oh that'll never happen yeah, here we go there's some, there's some prophetic stuff in it as well but, Kat, um, can we find the list of where this is because A yes. we're going to give it a plug and B I want to see if we can blag some free tickets to a show, <laughs> right. show oh this. you are so welcome we're coming we're coming Carol Vorderman, my mate Carol Vorderman is coming. And I have to say, when Carol comes to something, she makes sure everybody knows she's coming. She's brilliant. And she's been tweeting about it. And she's coming on, on uh, this Friday. But, you know, we have had a lot of people who just... And everyone just... I think what it is, as I say, everyone's fed up of Brexit. Yeah, of course. And it's just a nice going into spring, summer. Everyone comes out on a Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, Friday night. And, and it's a good laugh. Yeah. And it's just sing along at the end and, and get up and dance you know it's a, a real it's like the new Mamma Mia really I suppose because everybody knows the songs already so you are you're on a winner there Yeah. but it's the comedy that they you know I mean I, I my my role I did sort of help to create my role in this I wrote a few lines for it myself because I said to the writer the writer is brilliant and I just said can I just stick a few things in there that I would do so it's lovely because it's a new musical so you're creating these new roles you know it's great you um, um, I was looking today You've never stopped working, right? You've never stopped no, working. But, you know, I haven't been... You know, do you know what it's like? I've done voiceovers for years. You know, home is a risk if you do not give a payment to leave the loot secure on it. And I actually They're did... A, I, remember, I remember thinking, I don't really want to do these voiceovers anymore when somebody said to me, I was singing a jingle for um, a solicitor. It's called... Um, it was Roberts Solicitors. And I thought, OK, fair enough. And Mr. Roberts... Mr. Roberts had written the jingle himself. Wow. And he said, yes. Um, he went, can you do it like this? Robert Solicitors. <laughs> I went, OK, Robert Solicitors. It was me and um, another guy. And then he went, yeah. And these are the words, when there's a death in the family. <laughs> and, oh and you're like, you say, oh. And he said, can you put a heart on your death in the family? Thought, oh, no, it's all gone wrong. <laughs> the radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Uh, excuse me. Oh, Dad. Just... Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. 
And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast, it's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On talk radio. To be consistently working, because I've had had ups and downs. Listen, Ian, and then I had an advert once right, to sing, um, you know, Wonderful World, the song by Louis Armstrong? Of course, yes. Trees of green, red roses too, you know that song? And I'm singing, I feel a blue for me and you, and I'm just, just doing this advert, and I turn the page of the music, and I sing to myself, what a wonderful world of leather. No, please, it's enough. My no. best one, I've, I, I do voiceovers and they, they, they're great I gigs. Know you do. They're great gigs because if you get a nice oh. one, you, you, you do an hour's work and you can make a few you grand know, out of it. It's fantastic, yeah. But, but I had one of the first ones I did when I didn't, and it's, you've, you've got to learn. You sit in a booth and there can be like 10, 15 people on the other side of the glass talking silently about you and oh, then yeah. they'll come in. But one of the first ones I had, I did this voiceover, I got no idea what it was for. It's some TV ad. And the guy, they were the 15 people were talking and it was getting a. And the, the sound guy turned and pressed the mic. He said, Ian, that was great. Could we do it again? Could you try and make it a little bit more orange this time? Now, when you're presented with an instruction like that, all you can do is go, <laughs> OK, yeah, I'll, I will give that a go. That's a very diverse direction, isn't it? It was ridiculous. I mean, you know, I've been asked to sound like a cross between Winston Churchill and Rick Mayle. <laughs> go on, do it. And that- no, well, I, I couldn't, do it. We were fighting like a bitch. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I've done Elvis Paisley, which is, you know, Elvis Presley, but as, it, as Ian Paisley. Since my baby left me, I found a new piece of growl. I did do Elvis Paisley. I've done everything. It's just been mental, honestly. The major but note the that comes thing, up with you, Ian. The, best, the it... best money I got, Cassie, the best money I got was for a certain company I'll say the name Rabina and I, I played and I go in and I, they say Kate here's your script and it literally is the letters O O O O O O H O and then W O O O O H and I just go in and I go Bye then. Yeah. We have we got oh, Rosie. We got Rosie who listens to this. Her granddad invented Ribena. She gets not a penny for it. Go on, Kath. What are you going to say? say? The major note you get these days from uh, from the voiceover guys is: Can you do it again, but sound a little bit less sarcastic? <laughs> oh, that's the one I get. I do get that. Yeah. Can you sound less sarcastic? And I don't. Um, that's interesting, isn't it? They think yeah. you have an edge to your voice, and I would uh, say actually you have the most compassionate voice. Uh, certainly, when I heard you before. Thank you. Um, so that's interesting. As soon you... as you start reading the script, no, I tell you what you do. As soon as you're reading off the page, you change. That's what it is. You're not yourself. You anymore. did a film with a friend, a very good friend of mine, and I'm slightly I'm nervous about bringing it up because this film, it, this film got slated. It got slated so badly. It was made. It was funded by lottery money. That my uh, fr- um, yeah, sex lives are taken. You got it. It was my friend. I'm friends with Mackenzie, Mackenzie Crook, and he was so I'm, depressed. I'm a, it's a work of art. He's, I'm proud of it. Well, it's a, it's a cracking little film, right? But but we, it, it got really bad reviews, and Mackenzie was really down about it. And then one night, he phoned me up, and he said, Ian, they're, they're slagging off the film on the 10 o'clock news. There was an item on the 10 o'clock news yeah. about how lottery yeah. mon- money was funded. I know. But that's the a Daily great little Mail, film. 
I think you really cracked it though when you know when you've made Daily Mail headlines. Yes, we, we had the Daily Mail were outraged by it because it was lost to funded. And it was um, filthy. So it's still a funny film, though. I mean, honestly, if ever, if you ever want to have a laugh, drink a bottle of wine and watch Sex Lives of Taste Men. I, the only thing is, I am seen in a bra, so my kids are mortified. Um, and I remember my son obviously was too young at the time to you know, and then since then he's now grown up, you know, twenty six year old works in television, and he's saying like, "Mum, oh my god, I've just found that film. Oh, mum, I'm so embarrassed you're in a bra." And I'm like, "Oh, sorry about that. You know, well, there you go." But you know, these things happen. <laughs> we're, At least you're your bra on. Could have been worse. Yeah. Oh no, it's a big matronly bra it's not sexy it's horrible <laughs> absolutely horrible now your um, your one of your girls was in the jungle last year and we, we had a little chat yeah. about this on twitter i couldn't watch it because i found the whole experience when i did it too, in 2017 it was Aww. such a huge experience that i just i had to kath will back me up on this i just had to avoid it this year emily, emily said it's life-changing really yeah she, she said she found it absolutely um life-changing and, and affir- affirming and 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 i think I think really she felt, I don't know if you felt this, Ian, that just being, just going somewhere where you're not allowed to look at social media oh, for about three great. weeks was just weird. And yeah, she thought it was great, yeah. yeah. And then she didn't have to put makeup on. And then she just, she said, and then she was with these nice people. She got on with them and she said, it was just so such a revelation really yeah. you know and and I just said to her before she went in you know as a family we all sat round and discussed whether she should do it or yeah. not because as an actress you know you can a lot of people would say well you'll never be cast in anything ever again if you do the jungle and she said I'm sick of living in London on no money living, trying to live in a flat in London mm. and earning you know doing one movie a year which doesn't even pay for the blooming council tax you know and so she said no I'm just going to do it and see what it brings and um, and it's been fantastic for her. I mean, I don't know whether it has been for everybody. I think it certainly was good for you. Ian, oh, God, I, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I saw you doing adverts on, you know, Good Morning. Oh, I've done, I've, I've got, really I have got, nicely. I, I really got nicely. a really good year after that of a lot. Of, my TV career was over, right? And I, I told you I did it to pay for a divorce and so that my kids, who were six and eight at the time, <laughs> well, would there's see, for you. Well, no, there was. And my kids would see me on TV because they'd never really seen me. And and both yeah. of those things worked. And and luckily as well, I got a year of TV work off the back of it. But so you came across as, so, uh, as you are, very intelligently talked about mental health. Yes. Problems and you also, you know, were a thief. Yes, I'm oh. stealing some strawberries. No strawberries, but you were very funny, and it was just lovely, you know. And I think that Emily had the same appeal to people. What um, what did she have to do on there? Herself. What did she, what, what, what did trials she did she have to do on there? Oh, and what was it like as a mum watching her do it? Well. They tell you when the child has been done, like when it was a dangerous one jumping out of a plane, she hated that. She screamed all the way down. Oh, so everyone thought she was going to be a screamer all the way through and yeah. people were tweeting, oh, this girl's annoying. But then when it was um, lying in a, um, you know, some sort of horrible coffin with snakes all over you and, you know, rats yes. and whatever, um, she just sort of was very brave. And I, I, I remember thinking, because I've got three kids, and I remember thinking, gosh, I didn't think Emily would be that brave. Mm. I thought she would, like, go, eh, eh. I thought she'd be a bit, you know, screaming. And she just kept saying, I'm thinking of Christmas dinner. And she just, and then they said, it's so funny, they said to her, well, what, what do you want to eat in your Christmas dinner? She said, I'll go for the cheese board first. <laughs> it's like, cheese board first? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. So, of course, you know, Tesco sent us a nice cheese board at Christmas. It was lovely, you know. And I thought, oh, these are benefits, great. <laughs> you were lost enough to cheese, I weren't was, you? I was like, here's the thing, when you're in there, you because t- I got, I went in there five days after everyone else and they were all talking about food. I was thinking, you're boring it. But then five days yeah. in, I joined in and you're not talking about, you know, luxurious food. 
lobster. No. And they, you're talking about toast. You're talking about a cheese sandwich. You're talking about... Um, aesthetics of basic food. You know, yeah, getting a curly whirly. Like, really small kind of home comfort food. That's what... Yes. And I think that, you know, they've gone away from... Obviously, to the way the programme is edited is a, is a very important thing. We know that. But I think that they, they, they sent in Noel Edmonds to try and kick up a fuss to sort of create some sort of... A, controversy or you know some sort of um you know uh, just some some friction really and and it didn't work didn't work did it no no and he you know he was bailed he was the first one out although i'm sure he didn't care because the amount of money he got you get paid the the, 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 that was my question to the producers look if i get booted out first do i get the same money they went oh yes i went well, fantastic then you know <laughs> I, I i came third which was where did where did emily come yeah, Emily came second. Oh, fantastic. What a thrill. Yeah. What a which thrill. Meant she, which meant she didn't get the walk over yeah. the bridge because you've always left the two. So the two, you know, it was her and Harry in the jungle, just the two of them. Yeah. We all knew Harry was going to win and um, and he's lovely and, you know, I'm still friends with Sandra, his, his wife. And, but you must have noticed but, yeah. being out with her. She, I mean, she, listen, she's a big star. We've seen her in, in The Inbetweeners and all this stuff. But, but going on a show like that with 12, 13, 14 million yeah, viewers... Was. A big star before at all. No, she wasn't. Oh, well, she, she was but people, a... people would recognise her, wouldn't they? Walking down no, the street? No, not really. Oh, really? Maybe okay. sometimes for the in betweeners. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's like, now it's a bit bonkers. But now but, it's um, like, I bet it, it, the thing that shocked me is it's nine, ten year old kids, I bet, going up for a selfie with her. Oh, yes, it is very much so. And, and when we do our, in Club Tropicana, when we do our bows at the end, people, you know, they're shouting to you, oh, bravo, whatever, you know. And one woman shouted for her, and I just I was so embarrassing with all the other actors, we love Emily. Oh, that <laughs> must make you proud. No, not when you, you've just done our show. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, what's that got to do with this? <laughs> hey, listen, I've got to ask, how is Ted doing? Because Ted was poorly oh. a while ago. And again, another friend of mine, Alex Lowe, works with, work, has worked with Ted. Uh, is, is, how's he doing? Oh, is Alex your friend? Oh, I love Alex Lowe. Alex Lowe is delightful. Tell, tell, and... who, tell your punters who Alex Lowe is. Well, he's, uh, he's Barry, from he, Barry from Watford. Who used to, he's been phoning me for the last 12, funniest 15 cat. years. He's hilarious. He's funniest character. Yeah. I love that character. He's and he introduced me to another act called, I don't know, the, I've forgotten the actress's name. She plays Tina Turner Tea Lady. Have you seen her? No, I don't know who that is. She no. does, she's a tea lady that does Tina Turner songs. It's the... <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing. I love it. Tina Turner, lady. If you ever get the chance, oh, I'm going to check her out. YouTube. How funny! Oh, but is, I, Ted, is Ted all right? Because really Ted was poorly, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, and he he had um when he was a child, he had um a bad heart. But um obviously when he got old, when he got overweight, and then he got ill. He was doing the Peter K uh, comic relief thing, and, yeah. and it was awful because we were all there in the audience. We'd all had a drink. You know, we were all like, yay, Ted's coming on, Ray. And I knew as soon as I saw him, as my brother. Didn't and I right. just, no, I said, he's just, he's stepping this out. He's not doing it properly. It was like he was just doing a stagger through and, he, and then he just killed over. Um, he died for 17 minutes. No! Um, and a man in the audience who was a, um, uh, sorry, what do you call him, paramedic, was, yeah. um, just jumped up, jumped up. Oh, good for and him. And broke 12 of his ribs to get to his heart. Flip and Ted's a big fella took a lot of banging yeah and um, got him back to life and those two are best buddies I mean they are he's, I would say he's Ted's best friend now how funny and they, they still go out together and, and is he alright he's, he's, he's recovered yeah oh yeah he's great he's better than ever he's got four stones because I've got to say um, the slammer 
that that show. I mean, Ted, Ted is great, right? I've always I've always thought you two were great, but that the slammer that kids show and I, I, the kids shows yeah, can sound there. a bit insulting. It's it's not meant to. That is a great it program. It was a talent show in a prison. Yep. I mean, oh, it's so good. It's so funny, yeah, and and I'm sat there laughing it. even when my kids aren't watching it. It's such a great oh, show. And it and it and it you know it won lots of bafters, and it was a very very good show. That it's a bit like sort of um, a sort of X Factor idea, but set in a prison. Yeah, with the governor. Ted was the governor, wasn't he? Like, yeah, he was like the judge of all the acts. Yeah, and of course you've got all those variety acts which kids have never seen before. Yeah, because circuses don't really exist anymore. Well, not much, or, or you don't let your kids go to circuses if you've got any sense. I mean, sorry, I'm going to get people complaining about that, but you know, the, who wants to go to a circus and see animals mis- mistreated? You know, but. And it was great that show because yeah. you saw all the circus acts. Yeah, fantastic, wasn't it? So, oh, so, I'm glad you like that. Oh, no, it was a great show. You saw and you saw some some winners. Kath, have we got the, the list of where yes, we have. the Club Tropicana is playing? Yeah, please. we have. So, oh. Hall's New Theatre, fifteenth to twentieth of April. Lovely. Then Wimbledon, yeah. the New Theatre, twenty oh, yeah. seventh, twenty seventh. Nice. Wolverham. Maybe you could come to that one. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll. Who's planning this show every night? You're going for you're going from Hull to Wimbledon up to Wolverhampton. Who's they just thrown darts at a map? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Um, then, it's to do with when the theatres are available, is it? It's nothing so. to do with nothing to do with geography. So you've got Wolverhampton, Coventry, Oxford, Sunderland, Edinburgh, Canterbury. Oh. Clandudno, oh. Liverpool. Where's Canterbury? Right. Is Canterbury in Kent? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Liverpool. We're doing Liverpool as you well. Liverpool. Liverpool. You can go home. You're doing the Empire on the 1st and 6th wow. of July. We're doing the Empire. I yeah. thought we were doing the um, Brian Epstein thing. Anyway. You're telling me I haven't looked at the list for a while. <laughs> I just literally, I, I just do a week and then I think about the next week, next week. I am, we are going to, Kath and I are going to send you a cheeky little text with with some dates and we're going to come down Please and we're going to we're going to. You're very welcome. That'll be absolutely fantastic. And we won't shout We Love Emily, we'll say no. We Love Kate. Wait, forget him. Emily. Who? Um, how long? Did, how long does this go on for, Kate? And then have you, have you got something lined up afterwards, or have you got a little break coming up? Well, I mean, it's going on till August. Oh, I don't know what's going on then. Really, I'm going to finish the show and see what's happening. I probably have a holiday. Cause it's quite hard work, you know. I'm getting I mean, it's exhausting. Now. I'm eight shows a week. Yeah. yeah, but I love it. I love it because the cast are all my kids' age, and they just make me feel. I don't know. They're like. They're just like, I'm the matriarch, you know, and it's like we have such a laugh and listen. Been surrounded by all these talented dancers and singers. It's great. We we love you. There's loads more I want to talk. We, we, we've not mentioned Victoria Wood or, or um, Spitting Image or anything. Well, next time. No, this is it. You, you're welcome on any time, and any time you're in London, but if listen, you want to come in one night. Once again, I'm going to reiterate. Once again, your your radio show Bless is you. absolutely. It should be award winning. It's absolutely fantastic what you do for people. The way you care about lonely people. It's just brilliant. Oh, so, Kate, well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing and the show. God bless everyone. And we will get you in one night. You take care, Kate. Yeah. Lovely to talk to you. Bye bye, darling. Bye. bye. There we go. Let's do Kate Robbins. She's a bit quiet, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I love those interviews where I, I, I ask a question, but before I've even finished the question, she's off on a she's 10 a minute machine. monologue. She's wonderful. I still get paid the same. <laughs> isn't she brilliant? Yeah. Isn't she brilliant? I worked with her for about two weeks. It was an absolute joy. Absolute joy. I, I, I made notes. I never make notes for anything, but I made notes. I've done a quarter of them. Yeah. A quarter of them. We'll get her in. We're going to go and see her show. We're going to get her in one night. That was brilliant. Right, let's take a break. The phone lines are, are, are open. The switchboard is empty. Oh, three. Sorry, I just burped. Oh, three, <laughs> four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. 
Talk Radio, the 21st century dream team of dialogue, debate and discourse. Talk Radio, give it some lift.